Welcome to Alderman Farms Radio, where life on the farm is about to get real. And now, here's today's program. This is a podcast where we'll be uploading the audio from our weekly live YouTube shows as part of the Homestead Network. For more information, you can check out thehomesteadnetwork.com for a list of channels and showtimes, and we hope you'll join us on our Alderman Farms YouTube channel. Thanks for dropping in. Now here's the show. Live from Bookhaven, it's a, it's Sunday night, J&J says. Yes, uh, glad to see you guys here. Sorry for the mix-up a little, or, you know, I forgot. I had, I had done a good job and um, set up some events for several weeks in a row and then forgot about it until just a little while ago, actually shortly before 4 p.m. Central Time. And so when I went to go set up the event, I forgot to notice what time I was so used to setting them up for 5 p.m. Central. I didn't notice that it defaulted to the top of the next hour, which was 4 p.m. Central, <laughs> an hour earlier than than it was supposed to be. And uh, so, you know, we're in here getting everything set up and kind of ready to go. And um, I, I use Patty. I've got Patty's laptop over here to my to the side where. Uh, on my laptop, all I've got running is Wirecast. That that helps so much better with the CPU usage. Like right now, I'm only using 50% of the CPU and dropping no frames and all that. In fact, next week, if I remember, I may try to go back up to 1080p. I'm at 720p right now, and it's doing great. So I'm on Patty's computer, and I pull up the event page, and then I go to the watch page, and I see the chat box going crazy. <laughs> and everybody's in the chat, and they're like, I don't know, it said it was going at 4 or 5. You know, I'm like, oh, no. So I jumped back and corrected the time and all of that. And, um, and y'all, our show brings rain. So yes, it does. If you're in an area that needs rain. Well, wait a minute. It usually brings thunder, but today it did bring rain. Yeah, it at least brings thunder because yes, just a few minutes thunder. ago it was thundering, shaking the house, and we're like, here we go. So it's like every week we have to say, if we disappear, we've lost power. And, we, so, and I'm so glad we did. I don't think, I think last Sunday or Sunday before it thundered, but we didn't get rain. We actually got some rain tonight, this evening. So Yeah. Yeah, we so did, good, we but not much. Bad. We needed it bad. I'm looking out the window right now, and it's... It's stopped now. It's stopped now, so yeah. so much for that. But <laughs> we needed it, boy, because I cut grass um, the other day, and it looked like the Dust Bowl. It was bad. You know, we, we're kind of up on a ridge, so our rain doesn't... Our rainwater doesn't stick around. Yeah. Um, it can come a gully washer, and within a day or so, it looks like it's hadn't rained a drop and by the way i want to say too that uh sometimes y'all see me uh laugh well and it's not usually when my daughter was dancing for me and i was laughing at her but sometimes i look over here in these comments and and i have to chuckle you know so uh somebody was roll tied and you oh yeah yeah well you notice i've got my hat on uh i'm not a fair weather fan he's a diehard fan i'm a diehard fan um uh, Carly Ann's hollering, Hail State. I've got a Mississippi State student, so she's a, high, a, a diehard fan, too, because Mississippi State bit the dust to a lesser opponent yesterday. And uh, I, I'm not going to go off <laughs> on a, a tangent of talking about LSU football. It's just a sad state of affairs in the Bayou, folks. So, <laughs> anyway, it was very disappointing. I, I posted on Facebook, we've heard about 
in the offseason, all these big changes that were going to be made, and they were going to open up the offense, and they allegedly went and visited some spread uh, teams that run spread offenses just to pick up a few wrinkles, and, and we don't want a full spread, but we just want to spread it out a little. And so I posted on Facebook last night that the best way to describe my feelings was I was like a kid who waited, a mo uh, waited months for Christmas morning expecting a brand new thoroughbred pony and only to wake up on Christmas morning and find a dead mule under the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> because not only did nothing change for the better, it seems like we regressed. And uh, taking nothing away from Wisconsin Badgers, they're a great football team, great history there. And uh, they played really, really well, so I don't want to disrespect them in the least. They, they deserve to win that game. And uh, anyway, so, but I've got my hat on because I'm a tiger. I bleed purple and gold, and uh, I'll be a tiger through thick and thin. It just may be a very, very long football season. So, <laughs> but he'll watch it or he'll oh, yeah. listen. I'll watch or listen. You know, if it, if it continues to be as bad as what we saw the other night, I, I'll lose the urge to feel like I have to watch it and find a way to listen, you know, and uh, instead. But, Anyway, so there's my little LSU bit. And I'll tell you this. Somebody said Roll Tide. Patty was laughing about that. I'm going to tell you something. I also posted on Facebook a confession that I didn't start watching the Alabama game until it was in the third quarter or so, so I missed Alabama's early struggles. A friend of mine who's a diehard uh, Alabama fan told me they, they did have some struggles in the first quarter, which I'm not sure I believe. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed watching Alabama completely beat the brakes off of USC. Uh, for, yeah, he was going for Alabama. I looked yeah. at that and I said, are you going for well, them? And he I said, always, yeah. You know, I've got, I've got LSU friends who refuse to pull for, you know, they would pull for the Taliban uh, if they played <laughs> oh, against. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> a little too far. <laughs> against Alabama, you know. North Korea, they, they'd be pulling for North no, Korea. That's too far, Nah, too. that's too far. But they don't pull for Alabama in any circumstances. I've yeah. always been one of those kind of guys that I pull for other SEC teams when we're playing out-of-conference foes, especially if it's Notre Dame or USC. <laughs> Those teams have historically been overrated, and I love it when uh, they get spanked. And uh, so, But you know what? So I enjoyed Alabama beating the brakes off of USC, number one, because it was USC, and number two, because it was just a pleasure hmm. watching a football team who was fundamentally sound and could execute you know, they just, they were just like a machine, and, and, and it was fun to watch. So, I may enjoy watching Alabama some more this year if I have to. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm not into sports, Shelter said. Uh, they, they're always lost, completely lost when it comes to sports. Well, I'm not totally lost because I overhear this kind of talking and stuff, but uh, I'm not. I could care less, but... Um, Relax, Mother anyway. Many Horses. We're done. You don't have to go get ice cream. <laughs> she said if we're watching, if we're talking about sports, she's going to get some ice cream. So <laughs> that's it. I just wanted to get that out and because um, I'm probably going to be quiet most of this episode. Patty's going to be talking about her gardens. Yeah, well, um, I, I just want to say, I don't know if you saw it come across, but Bonnie said uh, her husband Steve was able to preach. We prayed for him last week Yay. because he having seizures, but he was able to preach. we got a Sunday, critter so. back here uh, fooling around with the... Oh, that's Tootsie. i got stuff moving. That's Tootsie. Yeah, but the cord that's... was... I mean, this thing... Oh, was... that was me. Oh, that was you? Okay. Yeah. Good. uh uh I kind of move around, so I was uh, kicking the cord. Um, anyway, but um, 
what I had thought about talking about tonight was our fall garden. Um, we're just starting to think about that and get going uh, with all that. Uh, I would have liked to have had bush beans in the ground. I haven't done that because I was so... Oh, I took a picture. What are you doing? Nothing. I took a picture. Where's that picture? I, I sent you a video. You were supposed to play that tonight. You, did you put it on Facebook or whatever on YouTube? I did a, no, I did a special video. She sure did. By myself. Let me see if I can get it. Hold on. When Keep I was, doing what you're doing. When I was in the garden, I uh, I went to check things out in my garden. Uh, a friend of mine uh, that I've made through through uh, our YouTube, uh, Jana. I hadn't seen her on here. She was going to try and be on tonight. Um, anyway, uh, which of course I'm scrolling through here, and so um, she may. Yeah, there she is. She says you're a nut too. <laughs> yeah. I've been called worse. <laughs> Um, I was a police officer for 20 years. I've been yes. called worse. Um, and Big Bear says, Ellis, you must have too many tacos before the yeah. <laughs> Or not enough. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. They didn't have enough tacos. Uh, but anyway. Um, Keep talking. Now I, was gonna, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, that's enough of taco video. Keep uh, talking. Well, I forgot what I was going to say. I, oh. I brought Jana up, and then I forgot what I was going to say about Jana. Anyway, um, there she is. Hey, hey, Jenna. But, um, oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. She was saying she was, she'd watched some of our garden videos and was said how nice our gardens looked and everything. And I said, well, they don't look like that right now. They look so bad. And I really wish Tommy could have got out there and filmed a video of them. Well, and you've seen some of them when we've showed pictures of the, uh, the Bielefelders and when the uh, Delaware was still in the garden that we call the barn garden, that's my garden and it's just awful, just awful, awful. But anyway, uh, we've got to get out there and clean it up. And I was out there just looking around because I did move some peppers when, remember when the cow got in the garden and knocked my tomatoes over, they actually landed on my peppers so I dug them up and moved in, uh, closer uh, away from the barn, um, still in the barn garden. but. But where the chickens couldn't get to them once we let them in, I put them, I replanted them in beds, and they actually, I think they all live from that transplant, which I was very shocked. But we had started getting rain and everything, so it really helped them. And I tried to keep as much dirt on the roots as I could. But anyway, uh, I was just out there looking because I was trying to see if I had to pick some peppers or whatever. And the grass is just so tall that I'm surprised that the chickens haven't eaten it down. <clears throat> excuse me, more than they have. But anyway, so I just was ignore what I'm doing. All right. I'll try to just keep talking. Right <clears throat> I know, but just don't. You don't have to see any of this. Oh, okay. I'm trying to find that video. Okay. All right. Anyway, I'm looking at the camera. Look at the camera. That's good. You're not supposed to be yeah. looking there anyway. Anyway, um. So as <laughs> you keep messing my train of thought. Sorry. So I um was just walking around and I said there's a hot wire fence in there and, and I always get shocked when I get to the hot wire fence. But anyway, I stepped over the hot wire and I was pleasantly surprised because if you remember the cow had eaten that's not it. No, it's not it. I'm just looking. They had she had got in my garden and she actually plowed through my snap beans and what she had done was pushed them over, um, and you know some of them were dead and everything. So I just and we went ahead. That's when we made the decision to go ahead and turn the chickens into the garden, and I um. I just assumed that you know with their scratching and everything that they would completely kill the snap beans, 
and I was so pleasantly surprised that um, when I uh, got over there, I actually had snap beans, and I picked. You don't have to find the video. It's too yeah, late. no, I, I got I've already told keep them. Keep going, keep going. Um, so I, I actually picked a gallon of snap beans. So I was so pleased because I was so disappointed when all that happened because I had not canned enough snap beans at that time to last the full year. I had canned enough snap beans to last us if we got to eat snap beans through the freeze that were fresh, and then I had enough canned ones to last all year. And so I was just I was a little concerned that we may run short on the green beans, but. Anyway, uh, uh, I think I'm going to be able to pick. And you know, we got this little rain, so that's going to help them. So I should be able to pick snap beans maybe again tomorrow or the next day. So I was just very excited about that. I can't so. find it anyway. I apologize for having all my concentration focus faces. I realize, hey, you <laughs> know, I'm looking. on camera. I'm like, eh, nah, nah. So anyway, but, but, you know, that to me, that's good news for my snap beans. So I'm going to still be able to be, uh, we'll be able to eat fresh snap beans until freeze. That was pretty so, amazing. Yeah, I was really, oh, I was You so, probably already said that, so. Yeah, I, I did. But, well, and I mean, that's the garden that we had actually uh, have picked like three, the snap bean rows that we've actually picked like two or three five-gallon buckets off of. And so, you know, a gallon's not that many, but that's plenty enough for what we need right now to get us through. Of course, the two younger kids are going to college now, so they're not around. So we, it's just me and Tommy right now. So anyway, but that's getting us through. One other thing that I want to plant, and I'm kind of running late on it, is um, I'd love to get some squash in the ground because, you know, remember we're down here uh, in what? Central Mississippi, South Central, yeah. Central South. We're in one of them zones. Yeah. So, um, you know, we can plant things late. and But I see, I'm looking at my little planting guide, and really, August 15th was a cutoff for, like, uh, in Louisiana anyway, because we're close to Louisiana, too. I use that one, too. Um, my planting guides, you see, I've had them for years, and this is, this is my one from Louisiana. And I have little notes written all over them and everything but uh and then i have of course i have one for mississippi too and i have little notes and everything written all over that too and if it probably has stuff misspelled on i'm not a speller Tommy's let me, let me speller. see that again now let me just tell y'all something folks you want to know one reason why it's patty's garden and not <laughs> tommy's garden look at that that's a bunch of little bitty numbers and stuff that i look at that and my eyes just go crossways. This is my papers. It's my important papers. Anyway, that's what I was going to say, too. I was talking with a friend of mine. We actually got together and got to go shopping. Oh, I need to tell you about that shopping trip, too. Um, anyway, and she was like, uh, she was kind of fussing. Not really fussing, but she's like, we just got through at the garden, and he's thinking about next year's garden. And I just had to think, yeah, I am, too. <laughs> but, you know, because... You know, it's kind of different in our family. I'm the I'm the garden planner and uh, everything, and I mean I use his muscle and stuff, but uh, I'm the dirt guy. <laughs> so anyway, I am thinking about next year. Hey, but don't let her fool you. She's all dainty and and pretty looking thing, but <laughs> she'll work you in the ground. I got news for you. But anyway, uh, but right now, you know, um, I, I have thought about the spring and what I'm going to do different in the spring, and I really need to sit down and write some notes about that and, and what I want to plant of what did good this year and what different things I want to try. Because, you know, you're always, I am, I'm always tweaking and changing and, and stuff like that. One thing uh, uh, I do want to change is in my greenhouse, I did buy the soil to plant 
to use uh, for my my seeds and everything but I really wasn't satisfied with what uh, I had and so I, th I think I'm just going to try and use some of the soil from around here and see how it goes and maybe just put some of my manure with it. Um, you need to be watching the uh, comments since I'm talking. I am. Okay. I, I'm, I'm okay. having all kind of fun over here. Oh, okay. So okay. hang all on right. a second. I've actually got, uh, let me scroll back up. Just go ahead and I'll let okay. you know. But anyway, so uh, for the fall, you know, we have those peppers still growing. And I was talking to my neighbor across the street, uh, Marilyn, and uh, she was saying that she finds, she thinks that maybe it's just, maybe it's all in my head, but she said, I think the peppers do better in the fall when they really start putting on. And I, that's been my experience too. So I have my peppers still growing <clears throat> that we've had. And I've picked very few of them. Of course, you know, with that, with the transplanting them, it did kind of set them back. But anyway, so there's a lot of peppers out there. So I think I'm going to be able to do some pepper sauce this year with the peppers and everything but i really want to get and i w would have liked to have gotten some tomato plants in the ground but i didn't get those in but i'd like to try and do some broccoli and cauliflower and cabbage and i definitely want to do some mustard which you know it's not really time to get that in the ground but it's time my boxes are such a mess and that's where i'm going to put them is in my boxes that um i need to i need to start cleaning them out oh but i want to plant some more potatoes you know you can yeah. plant potatoes right now yeah. so hey. we're a little late but um, anyway, I'm going to put the potatoes in a box, too. And I have some that's sprouting. Go ahead. All right. I've, uh, you, you are just burning through this. Remember, it's 515. No, I've only talked about three vegetables. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> just hang on a second. I, I got a couple hey, questions. Hey, you know how but you are with pigs. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. Speaking of pigs, Jared says, just like a pig guy to talk about pig skin. Huh? That's what they call football. Oh, oh, yeah. And yeah. there is one more comment I need to address about the game, and it's a serious comment. And then I then I do have some questions for you. But okay, um, Palmetto Paratrooper pointed out that that was a horrible late hit at the end of the game. I can tell you, Palmetto Paratrooper, that all the LSU fans that I know agree, and we were disgusted by it. And it's our opinion that that guy should not only be suspended, he should be dismissed. And uh, uh, there, there was one funny comment I saw about it that said it's a you know that that was the only guy he hit the whole game, <laughs> but yeah, it was ridiculous. And uh, you know he claims that he thought the ball was live. Uh, I don't know, but he should at least serve a suspension. It was uncalled for. All right, let's see. Um, somebody saw. Um, I, I don't see it again, but I'll get to it in a minute. And they were asking about, uh, in reference to your planting guide, mm -hmm. have you noticed over time the, the actual uh, best dates shifting by a couple of weeks? Well, to, to be honest, uh, <laughs> I have my one from Louisiana, and this is, um, we've been here 16 years, so this is over 16 years old. Um, I, I've kept it because it has some vegetables on it that my Mississippi one don't. And my Mississippi one came in this uh, Form and Land Almanac, and it has 2000 to 2001 on it. So it's almost as old as my Louisiana one. I got this when I first moved here. And um, so I really, this is what I consult. But I'm going to tell you this. I was kicking myself that I didn't have my garden planted back in February, you know, this year, you know, yeah, um, in March. But I'll try and get out there. Now, a few times, I think two or three times, we've gotten messed up to when we got our snap beans in early. 
and I was out there trying to make plastic tents. Tom is out there with me trying to cover them up because I had planted them too early. We were going to get a member, we were going to yeah. get a freeze, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So um, I, I use this as a guide, but um, like like for instance, I just look and the potatoes. Really, the cutoff for the potatoes for just Mississippi. Just a rule of thumb. Just a rough yeah, guide. The potatoes really is supposed to be August. Where is it? Um, August 1st through the 15th. That's your last planting dates for the fall. Well, we're in September, but I'm going to plant them anyway. I'm going to plant them anyway. You know, and um, I have potatoes that are sprouting. It's not Darn gonna the rules. Anything, you know, but, but I do try and plant a few things er, even earlier. So, you know, I haven't compared planting guides, so I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know if it's changed, but I would imagine. I mean, it, it really does change, you know, year to year. You just, you know. Jared had a comment about being hot. Uh, oh, Palmetto Prepper was talking about it took him two years to get accustomed to the garden looking bad, but it doesn't matter, you know, as long as it produces. And Jared's making yeah. a comment that it's been too hot to keep the garden clean. Yeah. And we completely lost our big garden. I don't know if you talk about that, but no, I not not that. not just because of the heat. It just was a, a. I think we've talked about this before on the show, but it was a perfect storm there was a period of time where i was sick as a dog for an extended period of time then we had deluge continual rain and next thing you know there's just a point where it's too late there's a point yeah. where the grass overtakes everything and it's just too late so and we had we had really planned on probably just mowing between the rows because we had really tommy had made them really far apart and um but we never did get the grass from between the plants i did harvest um some zucchini and some uh, patty pan squash out of there. I don't know if y'all can hear the tap dancing going on behind us. That's Sugar Bear. She just had a bath, so she's doing she's her. She's excited. She's doing her post bath tap dance. <laughs> um, we Tree Bonsai asks, and I had already answered this in the chat, but do you send home your canned goods with the kids? And the said, yeah, we do. We send yeah. some home. Carly Ann, yeah, Carly Ann, and I told them, you know, if y'all help me, I'll, you know, I'll can some stuff for you. And Carly Ann really likes the snap beans and that we can. And so she did, she didn't help me can hers, but she did help me. She said she picked them, but uh, she uh, she helped me with the snap beans that I actually was canning when I was canning in quartz. I think she had already left for the summer uh, to go on her mission trip when I actually canned hers. But I got her, I think 16 pints put up for her of the uh, green beans so which... that was uh that was go for green living that had asked about the dates uh changing oh sugar bear please i want to say something and uh now i done lost it because it went up oh uh wendy in nova scotia says that they plant in may and see we are uh, most stuff is getting planted the spring crops is, is april but um some stuff happening? some stuff Whenever somebody else types something new, it goes Oh, up. no, that ain't what just happened. Oh. If that's the case, 500 people just type something. Oh, well, you want to use the No, iPad? no, no. I was scrolling up, and I okay. kind of got hung, and next thing I know, it looked like a ticker tape, or like a receipt. But anyway, I... Um but we, there is some stuff that we plant, like in in March, like you can actually put the corn out. You can plant corn. We've never planted our corn in March. Usually, Papa, my Papa was a, a big gardener, and we call him Papa Mr. Rowe. He's my Papa that lived to be 106, and he um he always planted on Good Friday. And so I kind of use that as my rule of thumb. I, I, I'm always planted by Good Friday anyway, sometimes before, or maybe like the week after, but sometime around Good Friday is when I plant. 
And I don't know if that's a Catholic thing. We're not Catholic, though. But Papa was. Yeah, he <laughs> so, was. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, or it's just a, uh, an old... You know, that's just... An old customer not. Yeah. You know, it's kind of disconcerting when you're scrolling through the chat and you get to Big Bear Homestead and all that says is just fish, poo, and pee. <laughs> I mean, I just had to stop for a moment and say, did I read that correctly? Obviously, I missed the rest of that, but uh, let's see. I'm scrolling carefully, looking for capital letters. Uh, let's see. Yeah, go for Green Living, uh, the one... They're the ones that ask about the changing dates, uh, if you feel like it's shifted. And, and it's, yeah. they're saying, you know, yeah, I asked that, but he agreed. I assume it's he uh, agreed with uh, what you had to say about that. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. Fire those questions in, folks. Um, I guess I'm um, down oh, to another the thing. Another thing for me, uh, lettuce is August 15th through... April 30th that I can actually plant lettuce and I um I usually would uh throw seeds you know sp uh, spread seeds in the boxes to grow my lettuce but I really really liked growing my let my lettuce seeds in the greenhouse um you know in and and putting out plants because you don't have all the skips and you can evenly space them I did plant my lettuce between my tomato plants I won't in rows and I won't do that again mm -hmm. that was uh, it that was just too much I'd rather have them in my boxes because I sit on the edge of the box and I just reach in and I can harvest off of a lot of lettuce plants from right there in the garden in rows with them being between the tomato plants number one it was hard to keep the grass out number two I was having to bend over or you know I'll crawl on my hands and knees sometimes but you know on each side of the row I might would be harvesting, I could only reach maybe four lettuce plants. And when they're in the box, I can harvest, you know, a fourth of a box, which I don't know how many lettuce plants would be. In yeah, it area. looked pretty. So, uh, yeah, when the grass wasn't in it, when, when it was first, yeah. When we first, first did it, it, it looked great looking mm -hmm. down those rows. I, I, I call those my, uh, the BLT, BLT minus B rows, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> Cause we just we didn't we hadn't planted any bacon plants in there yet and uh but looked pretty cool uh somebody said uh, on the good friday thing let me uh -huh. find it ginger rose uh says it's actually a moon thing since mm -hmm. the date of easter is determined by the cycle of the full moon okay, yeah. so that makes sense because uh, easter is never celebrated on the same exact date each year that's uh, right and and mama had i Mama had said too about how Papa planted the root crops that's below the ground and the crops that are above the ground. And I guess I need to find out what the rule is. I bet you somebody on here knows the rule, but there's uh, on different phases of the moon. On the increase, you do one thing, and on the decrease, you do the other, which I've never really been into that but and understand all that. But yeah. anyway, don't look at me. <laughs> so, anyway, I um. Oh, carrots too. I want to get some carrots in the ground this year. I was pleased with the carrots last year. They were they were very good, and um, I thought they really did did good. So, well, yes, it is butterfly on my wall. She says, Patty, is that an Instapot on your counter? Yes. Yes, it is. I, I used wanna, it today too. I'm gonna tell you something. We we keep saying we're gonna uh, once Patty has kind of really become. A, a guru of the instant pot 
Yeah, we're gonna do some videos of it. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you what, that that thing is unbelievable. I love it. I love it. Um, we've got a link in the description. Oh. Will be in the description of this video. I don't think we have like an instant pot uh, link. I, I can put one. I think you do. Maybe I do, but I know we've got a, an in Patty's kitchen link uh, that goes oh, yeah, to a, it's in there. a wish list kind of thing on Amazon. But mm -hmm. I, I'm gonna tell you something. Take just a second and. Talk about your instant pot since it was brought up. Tell just some of the oh, amazing things. Yeah, it's just it's just really amazing. Now I did have a little boo boo today. I didn't um, I didn't cook my roast uh, long enough, and so I had to recook it. I mean, cook it longer, but it was no big deal. But um, it just it just makes everything quicker. And I'm familiar with using a pressure pot um, on the stove. Uh, Mama used one and so you know i grew up around it i'm not scared of them i've always my mom used one yeah his mom i have i actually have uh i have your mom's yeah yeah that's your mom's that i have um but anyway uh so i'm not scared of them i respect them very much and i've always warned my kids and tommy and i actually give them i gave carly ann an extra warning today because i was i left for church before she did and I would, my pot was just cooling down, but it still, I didn't release the pressure. I was letting it uh, come down normal, naturally. And uh, I, I reminded her, I said, no, you don't open that pot. And she said, I'm not gonna open the pot. <laughs> and I said, I just wanted to make sure. Because, you know, they are, they can be dangerous if you do not uh, respect them and, and you don't, you know, do it like you're supposed to. But I, grew, I always made our stew meat and, and gravy in the Instant Pot. And I always did my green beans in it. I mean, in the pressure pot. And I always did green beans in a pressure pot. And I actually have a video uh, of doing green beans on the stovetop. Yeah. Um, one thing that I'm unfamiliar... A, on a stovetop pressure a, pot. Yeah, on the stovetop. One thing I don't know, I did do green beans in the Instant Pot. And, I, and, you know, I know on the stove how long I cook them and everything. But on the Instant Pot... Uh, the electric one, I don't, I don't know how, how it compares, and I just have to do some research online. But what I love the most about the Instant Pot, as far as like my meats or anything I cook in it, is that the, the electric pressure pot um, is that you set the timer. Yeah, I mean, you turn it on, you put the time in, and you walk and away. you walk away from you it. You don't have to heat it up. I mean, you know, once you get your seasoning and your meat and all that in there. But, you know, uh, you, you set the timer, uh, you set your time, and you walk away from it. It's going to naturally, um, it, it's going to come up to pressure on its own. You don't have to turn anything down. It's going to cook for a lot of time. And then, uh, when it's finished, it actually has a keep warm function. Um so, you know, that's what I, uh, I love the most about it because I really could do a lot of what I'm doing with my stovetop. Oh, my stovetop pressure pot. But, you know, one thing, it doesn't heat up your kitchen near like cooking on the stove. Ne not near as no, much. No, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. All right, so folks are saying uh, they do want you to do some instant pot videos. So okay, great. We'll work on that. Um, Patty, where did you get uh, Cockeyed Homestead? Where did you get that list? I'm assuming you're talking about the planning guy. Yeah, and somebody said the planning guy. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, the, your extension office will have it. I actually picked up this at the feed store. They have this out every year. I'm going to put the front of it up there. And I guess they still have that one or whatever. But my the county extension office, I've actually had, I, I said I haven't compared, and I haven't compared them, but I have gotten one from the, uh, 
extension office. There is one. There is another one. Yeah, and you can probably, Ginger Rose is asking if the MSU Extension Service has that planning guide. Um, I, you know, check with your agent. You can probably also find something similar for uh, from MSU at mm -hmm. the MSU Cares. Yeah. Is that dot .org? Yeah, and th they have a publication for planting guides yeah, yeah. and everything. But yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I printed that out one time. I didn't realize it was the same thing that I could pick up at the office. And uh, it's, it, it's, it's a few pages. But you may can just pull that out and print that. So, yeah, but it's, you know, and they, you know, one thing I have to say now, um, a lot of people don't do organic gardening and so they're not as familiar with stuff, but you know, with, with different pests, um, knowing about fertilizer and, you know, they may not have the question, but our, our, um, extension office, uh, Rebecca Bates is our extension agent and she is just invaluable. In fact, she actually puts on classes for, uh, anybody can be invited to it, but you know, our, the farmer's market vendors, a lot of those come to the meetings and it's just, she has different people from Mississippi state come and from around the state. Uh, to give educational talks and classes about gardening. So that may be something that some of y'all may be interested in and something that may be happening in your area. So it'd be good to check out your extension office and see what they have to offer because they do that. Ours has a lot to offer. So. Yeah, uh, Rain Country Homestead makes a good point that, that the planning guides are, are strictly to be taken, not strictly, you know, as a, yeah. a general rule of thumb because there are microclimates sometimes even within some counties you know right, and that, right. that's true it's just a, it's kind of a rule of thumb if you don't have a clue uh you can kind of get a, a ballpark idea but yeah uh, you're not breaking the law <laughs> you're not breaking either man's law or god's law if you decide to deviate from that schedule um yeah doc it looks like uh well, Doc's already had this question answered. It's a pressure pot. Um, okay. Uh, thanks, Jared. He posted the link for uh, the extension office, the garden. You the man, yeah. Jared. Very nice. Y'all don't forget to uh, go to J&J Acres this evening. Yes. And by the way, we forgot to mention, if you're new here, and I, I don't think there's anybody new here, but if you are new here, we're doing this as part of the Homestead Network. And uh, you can go to the Homestead Net, thehomesteadnetwork.com and, and find out more about uh, who the Homestead Network is. There's a, a channels page. It'll tell you about all the channels, the YouTube channels that are involved. I just gave it, gave right. it away. It's a collection of YouTube channels. Mm -hmm. And you can go to the shows page, I believe it is, um, on the website. And there'll be a, a weekly schedule of YouTube channels that go live uh, most of the time uh, not an hour before they're supposed to <laughs> like we yeah. almost did today. They go live on the time that they yeah, said they're gonna go yeah. live. <laughs> yeah so um, after this show unless somebody tells me different Big Family Homestead uh, will be live after us mm -hmm. and then I forgot what the updated schedule says so uh -oh. somebody will have to type in there who's after Big Family and then I believe it's J&J Acres uh, after that, mm -hmm. and then Homesteadonomics, I assume, um, after that. So we've got your evening covered um, mm -hmm. as part of the Homestead Network, and we just, we really enjoy having the opportunity to do this. So. Yes, it is nice. 
Alright, I'm going to go down my list and say, because uh, I've talked about a few things, but uh, we already have our green beans about what we're going to have for this fall. Hopefully, half of this fall. Uh, we've got our green beans growing. Thank God for that. Um, I would like to get some broccoli plants, cabbage plants, and uh, cauliflower plants. Uh, definitely carrots. And look, I noticed that, um, oh, wait a minute. That says July. I thought maybe that was my Louisiana one said cucumbers. Yeah, Louisiana, the Louisiana guide says that you can plant cucumbers from March through September 1st. So, I don't know. What is this? September? So, today's September no, 4th. My, my cucumbers wouldn't have enough time to make, that's for sure. Um, uh, I will plant, oh, kale. We're definitely going to plant kale. It's time to plant kale, Tommy. And kale overwinters. You can, like, pick it through the winter, and then in the spring, it starts growing again, and you can pick a lot of kale in the spring. And so that's that's what we did last year, and it, it really worked out good. Uh, lettuce, uh, mustard. Uh, and it says uh, on here that onions, September to October. I didn't do very good with my onions, but... There's something about how you're supposed to pull the dirt away from them, so I might try it again if I can yeah. get a, if I can get a box clean. Also, uh, garlic. That's not on a lot of planting guides, but um, garlic you plant here in, in our area. You plant it in October, and then you're going to harvest sometime April, probably sometime in June. I I know that I've already planted my tomatoes in the ground, and they're growing good when I harvest my uh, garlic. So, you know, it, it, it's kind of hard because it kind of messes up your spring. For me, it messes up my spring planting because it takes up the whole bed and I can't really plant anything with it because you're digging up the garlic so it would disturb the roots of anything else unless you have some kind of quick crop that you're growing. Hey, and Patty mentioned kale. A lot of people tell jokes about kale. Um, I love it. We like it. I it, mean, I love it. And it's so much easier to clean, and then it doesn't shrink as bad as cabbage. It's so uh, spinach, spinach, green, other greens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. Uh, spinach mustards. and mustards, and so it's I so really substantial. Like it. Yeah, and I actually I dehydrated some kale and uh, the the spaghetti gravy that I made in my instant pot uh, yesterday had kale in it. Um, I I crunch it up. I, I dehydrated. Just see if I have some of it. I had put some of the stuff. My kale is over there in the cabinet. But anyway, I dehydrated it, and I crunch it up, and I put it in, you know, different things like that. It really don't have a taste once it's dehydrated, and it still has a, has a lot of nutritional By the value. way, here's an interesting question. Who knows what she's talking about when she says spaghetti gravy? Oh. Well, no, no, no. That's not wrong. I'm just saying not everybody calls it spaghetti gravy. Where's your kale? It's uh, above the uh, stove in the slices. Uh, reach around the back. Open that other cabinet. Reach around the back. It's back there. Well, spaghetti gravy. You got to have gravy. Look on the lid, baby. You got to have gravy to go on top of your spaghetti noodles. So uh, that's what I just call it, spaghetti gravy. All right. Tommy's mama called it meat sauce and spaghetti. So is that better? No, it's not. Nothing's better or worse. Well, you can't really see my kale. That's a little piece of it right there. But I didn't crunch it up uh, because it said, I've read that it, it's better, well, especially with your spices, to not, to not uh, pulverize it until you're ready to use it. So I just left it, I just 
squished it down in my jar. So, but that's a little jar of it. And I'll just throw some of that in, in my, because a lot of times when I make spaghetti gravy and spaghetti noodles. By the way. I it, don't, uh, I, we don't always eat another vegetable with it. So, I'm bad about that sometimes. That's just our meal. And so, if I throw some kale in it, we're having a vegetable too. And, and y'all, y'all gonna think we're lying. You're gonna think we set up the camera shot with that instant pot back there. I promise we didn't. Patty, uh, lean this way. That's her other favorite thing right there behind her. Yes, that's my dehydrator. That <laughs> Excalibur dehydrator, y'all. I like it. I mean, she keeps that sucker humming. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm, you know what? I've got my uh, some of the stuff that I've dehydrated there. And so I'm going to finish going over my uh, the stuff I want to plant, and uh, where you'll understand how much work you've got ahead of you. Okay. And, uh, hey. Anyway, then I'm going to show them some of the stuff I dehydrated. All right. So some of the Hey, before you okay. get to going, Jana wants to know from Tall Oak Farm, do you use diatomaceous earth for the garden? Oh, yes, I do. In yeah. fact, uh, I order that from Azure Standard, and, and it's affordable from there. I have... Um, 50-pound sacks of it. Yeah, I think that was, was it $26? Something like that. Yeah, and so they don't actually... Don't quote us on that. Yeah, don't quote me on that. But they actually had it on sale last month or month before last, and I wasn't near about through with my 50-pound sack, but I went ahead and got another one because I thought, you know, might as well get it on sale while I can. But um, anyway, let's see. I said mustards. Um, I have my peppers still growing. I'm gonna I'm gonna plant a few potatoes, uh, just to just to have a few fresh potatoes. Uh, Tommy got some spinach seed at the store, and I'm gonna put a few squash seeds in the ground, just to have some fresh squash. Uh, not enough to try and put anything up, but maybe like six to ten plants or something like that. Uh, maybe I'll make a few squash. We'll see, um, because I just I, I just get to missing the fresh stuff, and I froze some squash. I didn't can my squash this year. I froze it, and it's mainly to make casseroles with, but I was hungry for fresh squash, and it don't taste the same once it's been frozen, so I like some fresh squash. Um, I may plant some beets. I like beets, uh, but I'm the only one that likes them, but... Uh, well, my mama likes them. <laughs> he can't stand beets. Well, I might as well anyway. just go grab a handful of dirt. Oh, they taste good. They taste like dirt. They don't. Of course, I mean, it'd probably be healthy to go grab a handful That's of dirt. That's right. Didn't you remember know, that but, article you read. Yeah. Anyway, back to, uh, I want to talk to you about the stuff that I, uh-oh, uh I'm spilling it. Some of the stuff at the hydrate. This is cherry tomatoes. Let's see if I can. Hold it there for just a minute to let it uh, focus. Come out a little bit. Am I doing something? Well, using it, we love our. I'm going uh, away. We, here, let me hold it. Yeah, you hold it. You'd be better than that. We love you? our uh, Logitech 1080p wedge webcam, but Jared can talk about this. It it's got an autofocus feature, but there it is. There it is. And that is uh, my tomatoes that are. Um, that's golden pearl cherry tomatoes and black cherry tomatoes. The dark one is the black cherry, and uh, that which those two are our favorite, and uh, the pear tomato. And all I did was slice those in half and put them in the dehydrator, and uh, they they really turned out good. What about that. these that are on the floor now? <laughs> you can eat them. Okay. So. I will. Anyway, here's basil. Twenty-five second rule, right? I um. I even I still have basil growing. The chickens didn't eat the basil. It's actually in the part where the chickens were, 
I don't know why they didn't they didn't stomp it down or anything. Um, another thing that I dehydrated was figs, and I was very pleased uh, with the, we, I did this last year, and I sent quite a bit of figs to my to my older son Cameron that's in Oregon. He loves figs. I can't even move it the I right know. way. I know. You do it. Tommy's better at that kind of stuff than me. But I just sliced, I washed my figs, of course, and then I sliced them in half and I dehydrated them. And uh, they, they're really, they're a treat. They're very sweet when you dehydrate them. I can't get it to lock on it. Well, there's an X on there right now. Can you see the X? Where's the X? Right there. Oh, yeah, but that's not what that is. Oh. Well, I can't get it to focus right, folks, but y'all know what a fig looks like. It looks ugly when it's dehydrated, but it tastes really good. It tastes really good. And I, I make a uh, a granola cereal, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some of these in my cereal too. I forgot about that when I made it last time. Um, one thing that I use a dehydrator for um, bananas. I think it was this was probably markdown bananas. You know how good bananas are when they're uh, dehydrated. And so I just dehydrated a bunch of bananas. I actually need to do some more. That may be my last one. And so um, I dehydrated those to use. And then this is one of my favorite things that I've done is onions. They were onions were on sale or either marked down that I bought. And so I just I sliced them like they were going to go on a hamburger, and then I cut that in half. And so they're little long pieces. And I just take a handful out, and I just have to crunch it up and throw it in something. And it really adds a lot of flavor. Um, I don't have my snap beans over here. I canned them at Mama's, and I just haven't carried and brought some over here because I usually cook over here, but I left them there for storage. But, um, which y'all know, Mama's house is right next door. So I have, uh, I don't remember how many jars I canned, but I canned a bunch of jars of figs. I also did a lot, I did quite a few jars of tomatoes, of uh, cooked, cooked tomatoes ready to go into my spaghetti gravy that I make. So, spaghetti sauce, spaghetti you know, sauce. other other people in other areas of the country. I guess that does sound funny to say spaghetti gravy. Huh? Well, I mean, it's just a fan, you know, it's a it's an area thing. Yeah. I mean, some people, it's it's uh, uh, somebody was pointing out that it's it's a spaghetti sauce if it's got meat in it, and it's marinara sauce without meat in it. Uh -huh. So you know, I mean, to each his own. I know yeah. what she means. <laughs> and he likes <laughs> and it. See, when I, you know, in my mind, the word spaghetti. It includes all of it, the noodles and the yeah, meat sauce. For or, yeah, we say that too. Some people say meat sauce. Yeah, yeah. your mom so, always did, meat yeah. sauce and spaghetti. And I, I made salsa. I made quite a bit of salsa with our tomatoes. Our, we did really good on the tomatoes, even though Honey knocked a lot of them down. We had done good. And uh, I also uh, canned quite a bit of, I did figs. Oh, and I didn't bring any strawberry figs out, but anyway, I got strawberry figs too. Oh, so. she does. She just found out about another thing to do with our figs too. Oh yeah, we got to do a video on this, y'all. Yeah, fig ice cream. It's and amazing. It's go ahead and tell them what. And, well, before you do that, Suburban Hillbilly was asking mm -hmm. if we got any bad weather from the hurricane. Oh uh, no. That said, said my son had to grab what he could and come home to Georgia. No, oh. we didn't. Um, thankfully and you know we're sorry for those who were in the yes. uh, impact zone um, we're we're very thankful that uh, not not only that we missed it but our folks in louisiana who had already been so hard hit yeah. with the flooding um so we did have some strange not strange but some windy days 
you know, it's so funny. You look at that radar, and we would be like just not even in anywhere close to, to the storm, but it was just moving the atmosphere so much that the wind was blowing in directions that it normally wouldn't here. I'm sure that's probably what that was. Um, Doc asked um, how I cook the kale. And I, I cook the kale just like I do uh, mustard greens and spinach. Um, and I'm going to tell you this. I really, uh, I've not eat, always eaten mustard greens and that kind of stuff. Mama never cooked that, and so I hadn't developed a taste for it. And I really think it's an acquired taste because it can taste really bad sometimes. But what anyway, is that I was reading? Mustard greens and spinach that oh, I just haven't always eaten. Them. I but, love it. You know, you know. Going to Tommy's mama's house, eating Sunday dinner and all, she always cooked spinach. They love spinach, and she'd make, uh, I wouldn't try just cooked spinach, but she'd make spinach casserole. Remember? Yeah. And I would taste a little bitty piece yeah. of it, because I wanted to like it, because I knew it was good for me, but I did not like it. And so I think that really kind of helped my taste buds. And so now I love mustard greens. And uh, I first started eating turnip greens. Tommy really doesn't care for turnip greens as much as no, the it's, other it's greens. That's one of my least least yeah. favorite greens i'll eat them and, but. and i i've really the mustard greens the last two years i planted the mustard greens and that's when i've really started eating them is in the last two years so therefore um i will do some sausage which the last mustard greens i took out of the freezer and they do great in the freezer too i cook them all ready to eat and put them in the freezer but um the last ones i took out uh was cooked with some sausage uh link sausage um, that I cooked first, and then I added the, uh, the the mustard greens to it, and then I cooked it down. And so Tommy liked it a lot that way. I prefer the bacon taste in there, but um, I do the kale the exact same way. Now, uh, kale doesn't get as soft. No, it's much more substantial. Yeah. It's got a, and and I'll I'll walk out there and grab some of it right off of the plant. And, yeah, eat it raw. And eat it raw. It's it's really good. He's really liked it. And, and let me. I want to ask the group a question. I have always. <laughs> I have as long as I can remember. My favorite green has been spinach. <laughs> Ever since I was a little bitty boy. So let's see some guesses in the chat. Who can tell me why? As a little bitty boy, I had no trouble eating spinach and have loved it all my life. Ready, go. <laughs> so you keep going, and I'm gonna see what they okay. say. All right, um, another thing, um, well, I was going to tell about the uh, fig ice cream. Yeah, tell them about their fig ice cream. A friend of mine from the farmer's market, Lynn, uh, told me about this, and I finally tried it, I think, last week. And she, I counted what I did this time, too, because I just kind of did it. Um, I put 12 figs in the food processor. This is for two people. <laughs> 12 figs in the food processor. <laughs> Everybody knows the answer. Yeah. That's right. Boy, they're just flying through there. That's exactly right. Let me interrupt long enough. Sorry about the delay, but boy, all the answers came in. Man, you know, before, my mom and them didn't grow anything at when I grew up. Everything came out of the grocery store um, because <laughs> my parents were de Depression-era folks in Mississippi. And in fact, well, I think I was a teenager, and I feel like deja vu. I've told this story before, so just mm -hmm. bear with me. Um, I may tell it again before this show's over. Uh, I asked my daddy one time, you know, because our neighbor, Mr. Gene, would grow a little garden every year. In the sub we were in the subdivision, but he would have a nice little garden. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, Daddy, how come y'all don't grow anything, a tomato plant or something? He said, he looked at me over his newspaper. He had his newspaper, and he folded it down. He said, boy, I've, grown, I've planted the last thing I'm ever going to plant. 
You know, he said, that's what grocery stores are for. So I say that to say this. I would get, my mama would buy those big old cans of spinach, and I would pop the top uh, with a can opener, but I wouldn't let her take it all the way off. <laughs> I got out of so I could show. eat it out of the can like Papa. I just couldn't quite crush it like he did. But uh, mm. <clears throat> I love spinach to this day. I, if Patty would cook it, I'd eat a five-gallon bucket of spinach, yeah. cooked spinach. Yep, he likes it. Um, <clears throat> Big Bear said that they have the same dehydrator and the same spice rack. Come on. <laughs> have you looked in your kitchen lately, Big Bear? It might not be there. Mm, uh-oh. <laughs> But anyway, so back to the fig ice cream. I um, am what I am. You put uh, 12 figs, frozen figs. Frozen figs. I've washed them, and then I froze them. Uh, I think I washed them first. Ooh, we might be eating dirty figs. That's but they're right. not that dirty. Anyway, 12 frozen Tastes figs. Tastes better than beets. In the, dehi- in, the, in the food processor, and just a little bit of milk. And you, you you start pulsing it to start pureeing it up. And then you kind of look at the texture, whether you need to add more milk or not. It's going to be like soft-serve ice cream because you want it totally pureed. But after you've got it mixed up some, put a tablespoon or two of honey in there. But that's all. Not a ton of honey. Just a little bit of honey. And go ahead and get that mixed up really good. And that's it. And it is amazing. I gave it to my grandson yesterday. And, he, and he's four. He said, this is delicious. So... <laughs> He really liked it's it. It's really good. And we actually, you put a little honey, you said? I did you mentioned put a little that? honey, yeah. And uh, we've actually talked about trying it with, uh, instead of milk, yogurt. Or, or you know. Yeah, yogurt would be good. One or the like other. vanilla yogurt would be fine in there, Just too. to play with it. But, yeah. y'all, I'm talking about it is fine. And Tommy's not a big fig person. I like raw I, figs. I don't like yeah. fig preserves. Yeah, but you don't like raw figs like I like raw figs. I mean, you don't like yeah. them a lot. You know, I mean, I you'll eat yeah, them. I do. Yeah, I just like so I don't anyway. like picking them. I, I'm messing this up. Sorry. No, not you. I said me. Oh, that's right. We Tree Bonsai points out taste buds have a tendency anyway to change every seven years. Yeah, that's right. Because I grew up hating asparagus. Mm. I love it now. Yeah, love and it. and you know you eat cabbage now. When we first got married, you wouldn't touch cabbage. Yeah, but it. Uh, but you like it all I just, right now. Yeah, but, you know, I guess I never explained this to you, but it wasn't that I had this guttural dislike of cabbage. It just, I just didn't care for it. Yeah. Um, and you, you taught me to like it, but uh, but I had a guttural dislike of asparagus. I, <laughs> I, I just, I mean, the, it was my taste buds. I mean, my taste buds just absolutely rejected the flavor of asparagus, but I just had to swallow because my taste bud, I, my mouth was salivating actually thinking about asparagus. Well, I like asparagus. We need to start growing asparagus. Yeah, which it, it takes a hundred years or something. No, <laughs> not quite that. <laughs> not but. quite that, but it takes we a while. We didn't have a good go around. Uh, somebody, let's see, Butterfly on my wall says, where do you put your diatomaceous earth in or around your boxes? I actually will put it in my boxes and I'll put it on my plants. We have to be really careful um, with our bees. We do have one beehive. We've lost a couple of beehives, not because of my diatomaceous diatomaceous earth but just just because we did um but anyway they didn't die they left yeah um so uh you know so i'm careful when i use my diatomaceous earth um we had a bad worm problem on the tomatoes and i did i i 
I left the one the flowers up top. I didn't put the diatomaceous earth there. I sprinkled. I did it all around the bottom to where tomatoes were already forming, where bees weren't going to be getting there. So I was real careful with that, and it and it did work. I was able to get control of the worms, although they they were really really bad. And I will be adding it to my soil over there. Um, I'll use it as a top dressing, and I probably uh, will work some into my soil in my boxes when, once we get out there and start pulling the grass out and getting it worked up for the fall stuff. I'll put some actually in in with my soil. Oh, so what? Oh, you. I know crazy? what happened. I know. I, never mind. I, I did that to myself. Here just... it goes again. How much do you have left? Because we've got like six minutes left. Uh, I need to remind everybody. Uh, that you know when the time is done here we'll do our best to end on time and uh, go on over to big family homestead say hey to brad and krista we'll join you there hopefully um shortly after the show begins but i also want to mention this i've been meaning to mention this the last couple of weeks and have forgotten and by the way patty there are a couple of other um okay. questions but uh the as you all know already the the video recording of this show will be available on YouTube sometime shortly after uh, the the live show ends. But we also have relaunched our podcast, which had been dormant for a while, not really doing anything with it. Our audio podcast. It's called Alderman Farms Radio. Uh, you're not going to find it on iTunes at the moment. Uh, we moved over to a free podcast hosting service called Podcasts dot com and there's i'm having some difficulty getting the feed straight with itunes but it is immediately available on on uh, stitcher and of course you can find us on podcasts.com but you know just for driving if you and i know j and j jared at j and j acres is doing this too turning his live youtube shows into audio recordings on his podcast so um it won't be exactly the same because you won't be able to see things we're holding up in front of the camera <laughs> Um, we should have said we should have announced we were holding up cherry tomatoes well we did we, we we did i think but um but anyway it, it might be nice if you've already seen the show and you want to have something to listen to driving mm -hmm. down the road so just know that alderman yeah. farms radio is our podcast audio will be available there shortly after the live show ends mm -hmm. um now let me see if i can find those questions right quick. What does diatomaceous earth do in your garden? Marlene's whole food life oh. wants to know. Okay, well, it actually um, kills bugs uh, naturally. It's an organic material, and um, it actually uh, cuts the their outer surface. Is it their outer skeleton or something? Whatever the bugs have, it cuts them and it makes them dehydrate. Yeah, so. it's like they're like... And it's it takes like, a few days. Yeah. It's not instantaneous. It's not like, you know... you. The chemical that you put on your plants. Look, I'm gonna tell you, you, know. you, you can find research out there that says diatomaceous earth is it's all a big bunk. That there ain't nothing to it. I don't care what you read, it works. Yeah, it's it's really it, it's it has for worked us. for us. So we don't care whether it's true or not. <laughs> it works. Yeah. And so we keep using it. So um, I see Kitty has asked if we're gonna be posting some of these recipes on uh, recipes to our videos. Um Actually, probably what we'll do is we'll actually make a video with, like, like the fig uh, ice cream. I'll be putting that, uh, we'll, we'll make a video of it, and Tommy always writes down the, uh, 
the recipe at the bottom so we'll do that and I need to measure I'm not I've not I'm not measured my milk and I just kind of poured the honey so I need to measure uh, where I can give an exact recipe um, and I, I guess what I talked about too was the uh, must cook in the mustard greens and the spinach and we'll do the same thing with that hopefully when I grow some this year it'll grow yeah and we'll, we'll do that so Grandpa said his favorite greens is $100 bills. <laughs> They're tough on salads, though, Grandpa. Kind of get stuck in your teeth. Not that I would know, because I don't have any. Oh, and Butterfly on my wall says uh, Dehydrate to Store has excellent videos on Dehydrate. And I didn't know that, but I would, I would like to see that, because I bought the uh, Excalibur book when we got the Dehydrator. And uh, I'm very pleased with the book, but I would like to do some more stuff. I want to try my hand at doing some different soups. I do a, a squash bisque, and I need to do a video on that. But I would love to do that with all dried ingredients. And where I, I actually would like to sell it at the farmer's market. I think that would be good. Well, thanks for the uh, moderators doing a good job. Apparently, we had a troll, and the moderator swooped in and dropped mm -hmm. the band hammer. And I, and <laughs> I love it. Ain't nobody got time for that, as they say. So, good deal. Um, uh, Butterfly on the wall asks about uh, radish greens. I've not had radish greens. I've had radishes, and I really wasn't crazy about them, but I want to try them again. I want to try them again. I'm, it's probably time to plant radishes, too, since it's time to plant turnips soon. You know, soon for me, not right now. All right, now. we're out of time. We're, the time has caught us, and so with that, we will bid you adieu and say head on over to Big Family Homestead and you can listen to this podcast on Alderman Family Radio and you'll see the, uh, the video there as well soon. I mean, on YouTube. And I'm going to go scroll through here and make sure we didn't miss any questions. If we did, we'll try and address them at the beginning of the next show. Hey, and if so. you've got any questions you want us to address next time, email them to us yeah, at aldermanfarms.net. Put question at aldermanfarms.net. Yes, yes. All right, see ya. Hey, thanks for joining us today on Alderman Farms Radio. We'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at radio at aldermanfarms.net. And don't forget to find us on social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And our address is Alderman Farms. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll talk again soon.